great. How about yourself? I'm good. So you came from DePaul. Yes. My name is Will Bearfield. I'm an assistant director of admission. My specific area or project area that I do the recruitment for is like high ability programs mm -hmm. and scholarships. So I'm parents' best friend or worst enemy. So. <laughs> nice. So what does DePaul look for, like qualities in students that specifically like undergrads? Yeah. So I'll get to academics, but I think okay. it is a it is a value for us as an institution to ensure that we have students who are committed to community service mm -hmm. and giving back um that's like a core value of the mm -hmm. institution um, making sure that our students are servicing marginalized communities and understand that but also embodying the experience of being an experience of being around students who are very different than them mm -hmm. uh, from different areas of the world culturally um, and also customs so that's that's more important to us mm -hmm. uh, than just academics but then academically of course we're always looking for students who are who are go-getters very mm -hmm. independent um, I would say academically GPA range, middle 50% between a 3.2 to 3.6. Weighted GPA on a 4.0 scale. Mm -hmm. We are test score optional, so we do like to promote that. If students feel that their test scores really doesn't display their work ethic, they don't have to submit them over. Mm -hmm. That typically only works for students who are strong academically already. Mm -hmm. uh, but for students who submit their test scores, the middle 50% between a 22 to a 26 ACT. SAT is between a 1050 and 1250. Perfect. Do you guys recommend letters of recommendation from teachers? And if, let's say, you want to be in the sciences, do you have to, like, get a teacher from the science department? or? No, our application is pretty, like, cut and dry. Mm -hmm. So we only ask for one letter of recommendation, which mm -hmm. that is from your... Uh, high school guidance counselor. Okay. Now, if you're a student and you feel that your academics aren't matching our academics, mm -hmm. of what a, a typical student would, would look like to be admitted, then you may want to provide more context because mm -hmm. it helps us advocate for you in our committee meetings mm -hmm. um, to have you as an admitted student. So it doesn't hurt, but we don't actually recommend you to go to your science teacher to uh, write your letter of rec just because you're a science major. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so. that's nice. And for like class size and ratio from like students to teachers. Yeah, so we are actually a large institution. So we're mm -hmm. about 20, 23,000 students total. Mm -hmm. um, so our enrollments, um, we're, we, we like to refer as the largest Catholic school in the country as mm -hmm. far as that enrollment. But what really we like to focus on is smaller environments to allow students to connect with their peers. A lot more kind of goes back to introducing and being around people who are very different than you. Mm -hmm. So I would say our student to faculty ratio is around 15 to 1, uh, which to give you some context I went to undergrad of 800 students and it was 11 to 1 mm -hmm. and I thought that was great then I got to DePaul I was like we have 23,000 students and it's 15 to 1 so 90% of our classes are 40 students and less so mm -hmm. you'll never catch yourself in a 200 300 student lecture hall That's nice. yeah because yeah. like moving in you don't want to be overwhelmed so our class is more like discussion based or lecture based in your opinion for like an incoming you know like freshman it would definitely depend on the class mm -hmm. right um I would say that in the college. So in the College of Liberal Arts and Social Science, mm -hmm. it's a lot more round table discussion, less lecture. Mm -hmm. But of course, in the sciences, it's more lecture, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. biology, you're going to be lectured a lot more um, instead of a, you know, African-American diaspora mm -hmm. course where you're going to be learning from the professor and the professor will want you to engage, mm -hmm. will want to engage the class. Mm -hmm. That's nice. And then how much freedom do freshmen have like in choosing their courses? Uh, freshmen have a lot of freedom. The reason why is based upon what our gen eds look mm -hmm. like. We call it liberal arts core. So it's not like you can only take this class. It's like, hey, here's this many classes that fulfills this requirement. Mm -hmm. 
So it's like, you know, say you're an art major and you have like quantitative reasoning, that would be our math. Of course, we're not gonna make you take a calculus course as an art major, but that may be a certain type of stats class or something to kind of help you fulfill that requirement. You will work with your academic advisor though, mm -hmm. that'll walk you through that process and be able to make sure that you're registering for the right classes. Um, and we also have a really good system to track your requirements, so online you'll be able to go in and see your progress report. Mm -hmm. And then when you click the class to fulfill that certain box, it'll give you a list of classes that fills that requirement. Um, so you'll never be like really by yourself. You'll have all the tools necessary to be successful. So for like clubs in the school, do um, freshmen usually get involved more? Yeah, we would hope that freshmen would get involved mm -hmm. more um, just because student interaction in the first to second year is so vital to a student enjoying their experience because mm -hmm. that's the that's the vital year of student saying like, I love this school or I hate this school, right? So we have over 300 different clubs and organizations geared around all types of interest um, from talking about sports and weightlifting to talking about political interest. Uh, we also have around religion, mm -hmm. and then we also have communities for students who are interested in sorority and fraternity life, music, theater, you say you're interested in improv. Um, so we have a lot to offer. But actually, what's really cool, we have an involvement fair um, the first week of school where freshmen are invited to and they get to meet these 300 different organizations that's on campus and kind of walk around and see what their recruitment process looks like. And then for like the atmosphere in general in the college, is it like more diverse and do you know any like percentages between like different ethnicities or? Yeah, so yeah. I would say our recent class that we just brought in, our freshman class, mm -hmm. was just above the institution student of color class. So the student of color total is typically around 35% for DePaul. Mm -hmm. um, leading that is Hispanic Latino, which mm -hmm. is at 16%. Um, and I would say that this class that we've just brought in is a little bit higher than that, mm -hmm. which is around 37, 38% student of color. So uh, we're always looking to increase that population as much as we can. Like I mentioned before, mm -hmm. um, you know, we we do take pride in being like a Catholic institution. Mm -hmm. But what's more important to us is ensuring that we have students that come from mm -hmm. every situation and environment yeah. to be able to connect. And, and then that's Chicago. Like, yep, you know, exactly. that's, that's what's nice about this. Yeah, it would be hard to not embody that uh -huh. experience being in a, a very urban, diverse city yeah. as the city of Chicago. So what are your opinions on people who go to community college for two years and then transfer to DePaul? And do you think it's easy and for scholarships, you know, stuff like that? So I would say that DePaul is actually probably one of the most transfer-friendly schools in Illinois. So we bring in about 2,500 freshmen in the fall every year. And then we bring in about 2,500 transfers throughout the entire year. So that's mm -hmm. each quarter. Yeah. So we're very transfer mm -hmm. friendly. Um, a lot of students find us as an option. Mm -hmm. But I would say that when you do transfer in, you want to make sure that you're working with our transfer counselors before mm -hmm. you transfer. Because we have what we call our DePaul Articulation Partnership Program with the community colleges, which we have Moraine Valley here, mm -hmm. right? Where those students get to work with a DePaul uh, transfer counselor mm -hmm. before they even transfer to DePaul. So at, while they're at Moraine, they'll be able to work with that counselor. Now, regarding scholarships, when you transfer in, no matter what institution you go to, they're going to provide you with less scholarship as a transfer student than you would as a first-year student. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at DePaul, we have some scholarships, but they'll never match the amount of money that mm -hmm. you could receive by being a first-year student. Nice. Because I know, like, for STAD, there's, I think, a 50% of like the students that go to Marine and then transfer back. So yeah. it's a pretty popular thing here. Gotcha.
what advice do you give to incoming freshmen or people like students right now that are applying? Yeah. The number one advice I give, I went to my college one time. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love the school <laughs> that I went to, but I wish I would have just like visited as many schools as possible mm-hmm. as my dad would allow me to. Um, if you can go visit schools, even if it's a school, you're like, I don't know if I would like that environment. Go anyway, because mm-hmm. it either does one thing. It d- either does one or two things for you. It's say, hmm, I kind of underestimated this experience. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll look at more schools similar to this. Or it's like, yep, this is exactly why I didn't want to go. So mm-hmm. it scratches a lot of those schools off your list. Um, the number one thing I always tell students is to visit schools. Mm-hmm. Um, stay overnight. Once you get down to those three schools, stay overnight before you have to make that decision in May. See out the vibe. See whether mm-hmm. or not that's con- that environment is exactly what you're looking for. Um, so I would always say visit as much as possible and then also reach out to your counselors right at those schools so if those schools are schools you care about mm-hmm. um, don't wait to the last minute to say I love this school but I want more money mm-hmm. um, there's tons of scholarships that institutions can offer uh, that I'm constantly always trying to get students to apply for mm-hmm. but of course you know students don't read their emails all yeah. the time right yeah. um, and they don't realize that when we're sending them these scholarship opportunities mm-hmm. it's because we strategically chose you for it mm-hmm. um, so I would tell students to stay in contact with your counselor about any questions your admission counselor meaning the counselor at the university that you work with because we're here to help you right mm-hmm. whether it's you come to DePaul or you go to another institution and so do you guys have like an open house or a specific mm-hmm. college times that you can visit? So right now in the fall, we have two open houses. We have our fall visit days, October 12th and November 2nd. They're mm-hmm. both Saturday. Um, those are great events to go to. You'll be able to talk to faculty, current students. You'll get to see about those organizations that we have on campus. Um, and then you'll just get a tour of campus. Mm-hmm. Now in the spring, more or less, there we have in February all the way up until April we have what we call um, our admitted student mm-hmm. events. And those events are set up for students who already know that they've been admitted and they know DePaul is on their list. So they really get a scope in on the specific college. Whereas mm-hmm. the fall visit days, the school as a whole, um, the admitted events is like, for example, Driehaus College of Business admitted student event, mm-hmm. college communication admitted student event. So you actually get to talk to the faculty one-on-one or have a better connection with them for those events, which that helps you make that decision by May. First, and speaking of colleges, can you like touch up on the different colleges that you guys have? Yeah, so we have for undergraduate students, we have eight total colleges Mm -hmm. that's uh, Driehaus College of Business, College of Computing and Digital Media, and College of Communication. Those colleges are all located in our downtown campus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if one of your majors is within those colleges, you'll take your classes downtown. Then we have the College of Liberal Arts and Social Science, the College of Science and Health, the College of Education, the School of Theater and the music school. Mm-hmm. Those schools are in Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. So those students will take, for the programs in Lincoln Park, you'll take all your classes in Lincoln Park, unless you take an elective, which happens to be downtown. But for the students who have a, their program downtown, they'll take their first year in Lincoln Park and mm-hmm. then slowly start to transition to um, the downtown campus where their major is. Thank you so much for joining us today. And then can you just like, again, like say the two dates for the open house for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the open house dates coming up are October 12th and mm-hmm. November 2nd. Um, you can go to go.depaul.edu backslash visit. You'll be able to RSVP there. And of course, think DePaul is a great place to be. And in order to know that, you have to come for a visit. So mm-hmm. thanks for having me. It was great. Thank you for coming. No this problem. Was a very good experience for me and probably for you too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys.